I'm nothing but a low life Thinking about my old life I can't help myself from falling Can't help myself from falling I'm nothing but a low life Thinking about my old life I'm trying to fight the good old fight But after it all I'm still just a low life I wanna be a better man But it's a hard It's a cold bite. And I started to reflect on all that's been before. Welcome to season 15 of the Life of an Average Joe podcast. This is Brandon Navera back after a long month of recording. Um, and now I'm fighting some sickness. You know, it's Texas is crazy. So let me just you know, tell you guys what's going on. You know, we had a successful Halloween and it was cold. Uh, it got cold. It dropped about 45 degrees and it was rainy. And, you know, my son was sick for a couple of days. He missed school. Um, and then we skipped school the next day after Halloween. Cause I mean, nobody needs to go to school after Halloween. Let's just hang out and relax. And so I had a good time with him, you know, um, He's doing better now, knock on wood. And, um, but I'm run down. And part of it really is just me. I haven't been eating very well, uh, like I normally do. I eat pretty healthy and I just haven't been. I've been working a lot, I've got a lot of stress. And, um, you know, being around a petri dish and having the weather go from, you know, 39 degrees to 80. Um, then back down to 39 for a couple days and rainy, then back to 80. Uh, what'd you think was going to happen? You know, you just run your body down. Eventually your body's like, bro, you sick and you're just gonna have to deal with it. So I'm fighting something. Um, that being said, I'm drinking something right now called smile medication. It sounds like that should be like, uh, I don't know, like a gummy or something like that, but no, it's, it's from a hot dogma brewing company at Half Moon Bay, California. It's cool. It's done like a pill. It says uh, RX, smile medication, double IPA. Take one by the mouth every day. Not intended for suppository. Refills highly recommended. Uh, One of my uh, regulars got this for me. Um, Good guy, man. He drove out to California, brought some of our beer out there, brought some beer back. So shout out to that. Probably shouldn't be drinking a beer right now, but it's beer season. And we all know I wrap it up soon, but... This is a perfect episode, too, because we're starting season 15, and the holidays are creeping upon us, and it is a very joyful time of year, a busy time of year, and also a very stressful time of year. Um, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how happy you are. I don't care how well off you are. There is a level of stress, whether that be from work, uh, holiday preparation, financial kids, obligations, family coming in town. There's there's a level of stress and some stress is okay. Let's be real. Some stress is good for you. It keeps you on your toes, keeps your mind right. Other stress is brutal. And I think a lot of us absorb other stress and don't deal with it very well, to be honest with you. We don't find positive outlooks for those, or positive, um, I guess outlooks, but 
positive outlets for those stress. You know, people go to drinking, eating, staying up late, um, partying, you know, not sleeping. They, and, and now's the time that you got to take care of yourself. When you are stressed out the most, it is one of the most important things to do to take care of yourself because your body is using a lot of energy to do other things. So when you are not feeding it the fuel that it needs and you're feeding it crap and you're not sleeping and it, your body's going to get sick, your body's going to break down, you're, you're not going to be able to be at your best peak performance. And that's what's happening to me. <clears throat> to be honest with you, it is. Um, and I started to think, really, this episode is for the men. And it's not to exclude the women out there. The women can learn something from this or at least maybe understand us better. Who knows? But we put up with a lot of crap. And I'm going to probably swear a few times, which I never, I never really do on this podcast, but I'm going to. We deal with a lot of shit. A lot of shit. And I'm... I'm not taking anything away from the women, but I'm going to put you women off somewhere for now and let me talk about men. And let me say some things that most men probably won't say or feel like they can't say or will deny it. We absorb so much. There is a huge amount of pressure on us that is put on us by the world, by other men, by society, for thousands of years, hundreds of years. We're back there in the cave trying to start a fire and fight a T-Rex because the woman is there taking care of the kids and we must protect them. We are the protectors. It's in our DNA. It's in most of our DNA. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. There are some men out there who need protecting because they suck. And really, we all need protecting at some point. But... When we're back there in the Jurassic Park days, we are fighting saber-toothed tigers to protect them from our hairy wife and our hairy children. That's what we do with our spears and rocks, whatever. That is. And it's ingrained in our DNA. This isn't a matter of, like, this is before societal, societal influences. This is ingrained in our DNA. This is who we are whether we want to believe it or not, it's who we are. Now, we're more than that. We're more than Cro-Magnon creatures that are number four on the evolutionary chart. We're more than the frat boys drooling over a girl that's got a nice butt. Okay, we are more than that. But we have a level of pressure that's put on us that's already embedded in our DNA. For years, probably too long, we were told... Strong, silent type. You don't talk about your feelings. Keep it to yourself. Some were even told to hold your tears back. Don't let anybody know what you're feeling. And and I can understand that to a degree. And there's a time and place. There's absolutely a time and place. You work. I don't care if you're sick. I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if your body aches. You just suffered a loss. You work. If you're grieving, you work. Provide, provide, provide for your family, for your children. And there's a lot of that that isn't wrong. Like there's nothing wrong with some of that to a degree. 
But we have these extremes. We have men that think just because they go to work every day, pay bills, pay for a house, pay for groceries, pay for this, that they are, that's what they're supposed to do as a husband and father, and they get carte blanche to do whatever they want. Well, that's not it. That's not it. We have some other men who don't know how to do that. It takes so much more. You add a father, being a father to it, and the amount of stress is insane because it's not about you anymore. It's not about you. You can't live off peanut butter and jelly and spend your money on going out, buying a new TV, buying the PS5, you know, going on trips, going to the club, and you're going to go home and eat ramen, peanut butter, jelly, and have some water, apple juice, and some crappy beer. That, you, you, you can't because you're a father. Married, single, or not, you're a father. You now have somebody else that's, that relies on you, and it's the most amazing, rewarding feeling in the world. I wouldn't trade it for a thing. I would much rather give my son the last piece of bread, the last piece of pizza, the last, you know, half of steak, the last avocado, and have me be a little bit hungrier so he could eat than have me be a pig. Because that's how I feel. I would rather rather give my son my last dollar and give him everything and me wear the same pairs of shoes to work day in and day out, almost falling apart. But as long as he's good, I'm good. And that's the way it should be. Now, some people don't understand that. Some parents don't understand that, both, you know, mom and dads. But that's okay, and it is rewarding. But I got to say, guys, I have to say this. When that stress hits, man, it hits hard. And I am totally okay to juggle multiple hats. One thing that, that, that people have always told me most of my life is I, I'm always good at handling multiple things. Not just multitasking like I'm at work, like bartending. Like when you're a bartender, you're multitasking like crazy. When you're running a club, you're multitasking. That's not what I'm talking about. There's a difference between multitasking and handling a lot of things. Go to work. Leave work. Pick up your kid from school. Take care of your son. Dedicate your time to your kid, to your son. Goes to bed. Stay up. Record a podcast. Edit said podcast. Answer emails. Make your list. Pack your son's lunch. Go to bed. Get up, 5 a.m., make your coffee, get his breakfast ready, take him to school, drop him off at school, go to work, leave work early, or get out of work, go pick up your son, rinse, recycle, repeat. Next day, for me, okay, don't have my son, get off work, go do laundry, clean the house, get groceries, record another podcast, record five podcasts with Trash Talk, get up in the morning, go to work, go pick up my son, rinse, recycle, repeat. I'm okay with that. I do a lot of that. 
And that's not even breaking down the daily stuff of, you know, the paying the bills, the saving for money, the planning for trips, the planning for Christmas, and breaking down the ABCDs of your job, of everything that entails for that six to 10 hours that maybe you work a day. I know some of you are like, well, Brandon, that's, that's just how it is. I understand that, okay? And I need to let everybody know that I am not complaining about that, but I would be lying to you if right now, today, whatever day this is, it's Wednesday, I just don't know the date, that I'm, uh, that I'm not fried, dude. I'm fried. I'm exhausted and I'm fried. And I would be lying to you. And I'm stressed out. I'm stressed. I had a bullshit week last week. And it happens. And you know what? At almost 45 years old, trust me, I've had bullshit years. Some of it's been my fault. There's plenty of that. But others haven't. And it comes. And and I'm to the point in my life where I don't get woe is me down in the dumps focused on that. It is what it is. And mostly it's because of Luke. I need to be the example for him to show him how we deal with things when they suck because they do suck at times. Not every day is fun and it's okay. But I would be lying if I said I didn't have a bullshit week. It was rough. It was a lot of hours at work. It was a lot of stuff at work that was testing my patience and testing me uh, more than I probably told people about and that's okay. I still love my job, uh, so that's a plus. Um, Major car issues with a car that is on its way out, and I've got to get a new one. And frankly, I don't have the money for it right now. Partially because of me, partially because of not. That's just the way it is. I just don't. Had a situation with the heat. Had a situation with the hot water heater. Son got sick. I got sick. Like... It doesn't stop. It didn't stop. It was seven days. And don't get me wrong. I had some amazing moments in there with him. Thank God for him because if he wasn't here, I'd probably be a wreck. It kept me grounded, focused, and motivated. But man, it's tough. And I'm looking ahead and I start thinking about things. And, and I, I can be an overthinker at sometimes. And overthinking sucks. But I think men do it a lot because we are told to keep it inside. We are told to sit there and be, you know, keep everything inside. Keep your thoughts inside. Keep, so we, who else, what are we going to do? You think I can just pick up the phone and talk to somebody about this? I got a podcast. So all you strangers and some of you people I know out there, get to hear some insight into the life of Brandon Navera. And to understand me a little bit better. But for the most part, who am I talking to? My cat? I could say friends, but really? Where are they right now? Because I've said it time and time again. And I haven't always been a good friend. And I do suck at that sometimes. I admit. But I have good friends. I'm throwing the air quotes up. Good friends. That I haven't heard from in two years. Now these aren't friends that live in Michigan. 
These aren't friends that live in Chicago. These aren't friends that live in California, New York, or Canada. These are friends that live maybe an hour away at max. And I got no text. And I get no phone call. And I get no checkup. And I'm not one of these guys that spills my personal life on social media. I mean, the podcast, yes. But I don't. I don't plaster social media with what's going on in my life. My social media, for the most part, is all about promoting what I do. My personal social media is really just about Luke and I's adventures and the occasional, like, rant. And what I mean by that is it's not like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out. I can't do that. That's not what it is. It might be like, well, my car uh, got jacked up today. Got to fix it. That sucks. That's my rant. When I was going through my divorce, I didn't post anything on social media about the divorce, period. Matter of fact, I still haven't at all. And that was a few years ago. Other people involved posted everything. That's not who I am. I kept my mouth shut. That's what we're taught to do, right? Keep our mouth shut. Do the right thing. Be the example. Be better. I agree with that. I agree with that. And thank God for Luke because he makes me better. But I got to tell you, sometimes being better fucking sucks. I don't want to be better. Sometimes I want to give somebody the middle finger and go back to the old days of Brandon. Now, not to say the real old days because they've never done me any good. But I want to go back and be like, you know what? Fuck you. I want to have a, a, a list and go down the list. And I apologize for the language, guys. This might be one of those episodes where I drop the F-bomb more than I've dropped in the last four years. I want to go through and just be like, you know what? Fuck you for calling me. Fuck you for acting like you like me. F you for checking on me. And oh, by the way, if you are my friend and you can't even drop me a text or ask me how my son's doing, unfriend me now. That's how I roll. You can't ask me how my son is. You want to sit on my social media and look at him and comment on pictures and give a thumbs up, but you can't even sex. Hey, man, I want to get together and hang out with you guys. I haven't seen you guys forever. Oh, I know it was Luke's birthday. Oh, the holidays are coming out. Let's go out to dinner. You can't do that. Fuck you. I'm done. I don't need you. I don't. And that makes it worse because... Then you're left to think to yourself over and over again. And we got to stop as men. We got to stop putting up with bullshit. Period. We got to stop with this stupid mindset of like, I can't talk about what's going on. I just got to suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, you know what? You do have to do that in life. You absolutely have to suck it up. This morning, I did not want to get up. I wasn't feeling good, <clears throat> and I did. I just wanted to lay back down, but I didn't because I had things to do, so I sucked it up, but you can only do that so often, and you can only keep quiet so often, and you can only push so often before you start to crack. I'm going to tell you right now, the last couple weeks, 
If I didn't have those moments with Luke, the Halloweens and just the moments of pure happiness that that kid is and the conversations and the nights and us coloring and drawing and and painting and dancing. And if I didn't have those moments with him, I would have snapped a long time ago. And I'd have told somebody something. You know, because for all you men out there who sit there and you keep it quiet and you don't say anything, and I got friends that do that, I see you drinking every day because you're not talking. I see you with your health problems, your heart. Stress will kill you. It will. That's not a joke. It'll kill you. And we just are supposed to just deal with it. I sit there and I look at these people having heart attacks at my age. Let me tell you what keeps me up at night. Two things. I am scared to death of, of, of leaving my son way too early to where he's not ready. I'm scared. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it almost makes me cry when I think about it. It scares me. It keeps me up at night sometimes because I'm not old, but we are not promised anything. And I just want him to be okay. And I want to spend more time with him. And I don't need to leave until he's ready. I need another like 40 years, man. 37 at least, 35, do something so he can be okay. And that scares me, man. I also get really scared, and I've, I've, I've talked about this, man. I have some bad thoughts sometimes. Not like bad thoughts like I'm going to hurt myself, because that's one thing through all my life I've never had. I'm too cocky to commit suicide. Um, the world needs me too much. Um, and by the way, my cat is attacking a stack of papers, and that's what's happening right now. So there you go. Um, I feel like he's like, you know what, Brandon's doing a podcast. Let's go mess up some shit. I also worry about him. Dude, like I'm at his school helping out. I'm doing this thing in his school, you know, they, for drop off. Like they drop off the kids and I'm helping the kids get in. And, and I'm watching exits and cars that are slow. And I'm plotting out stuff like, okay, if somebody comes walking and he looks sus, where do we go? How do I get out of here? You know, what if there's a shooting? Like, I'm, I'm terrified of that. And you know, the other day there was an accident right around where my son's mom is, like where her house is. And he was in school and it was just about the time he was getting out and she was picking him up that day. Man, I freaked out. It wasn't even the same car. But I freak out. It makes me cry. It gives me anxiety. I, I, I always have that dad guilt that I've talked about for years of, I just want to make sure he knows how much I do love him and that even though I suck at times and I'm not perfect, that I am trying to make up for those moments, those mistakes. Because a lot of the stress that we have is from the past and, and we cannot live in the past. And I don't. But it doesn't mean that the past doesn't weigh on us. It doesn't mean the past doesn't kick our ass sometimes or come back up and punch us in the face to have to deal with again. 
You know, I don't sit there and look back on the past. The past is the past. It's done. I used to be that way. I used to be that way a lot. I'm not that way anymore. Because I don't care. Just like I used to hold grudges and hatred and I just don't care. Matter of fact, I have a problem with people like that. I have a problem dealing with people that that hold grudges and hatred. Don't get me wrong. There are people in my life I cannot stand. Can't stand them. Don't trust them. Don't like them. Their name comes up. And I'm like, ugh. They run me the wrong way. You know, they just, they, they do. Whether they did something to me. Um, or whatever. They just run me the wrong way. But I don't hate them. I may not trust them. I won't break bread with them. I don't want them around my son. But I don't hate them. And I got to run into those people sometimes. Now, back in the day, yes. I mean, look, I, look, I'm Italian. What do you want? We can hold grudges for thousands of years. My, my simple solution now is you're just gone. You don't exist to me. I'm not going to waste my energy on hating you. I'm not going to waste my energy on, you know, having something bad to say about you or burning that bridge over and over and over again. I'm not. You just simply don't exist. You don't get a reaction. You don't register on my radar. And I don't care. I have a hard time dealing with that. I sit there and I look at people like, um, look, and I, you know, I'll say it and then they may listen to this episode and I don't really care. Um, I look at people sometimes like my parents who are too old to be having anything. And every now and then something comes out. Maybe it's about my ex-wife. Maybe it's about the person she's with now or whatever. And it's a comment it's not a hatred. They're not mean to her. You know, and I'm just using this as an example. This isn't like a very specific. I'm just saying. They're not mean. They're not like, oh, my God, blah, blah. They're not trash talking. But there's a little comment. I'm like, look, stop. Enough already. Like, I'll go to say something about maybe a simple, nice conversation that maybe her and I had, and which is far and few and in between to a degree. And I can pick up on the vibe from them. Of negativity. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Okay, it's done. It's over. Feel how you want to feel. Live with it. Move on. You know, there's no reason to give a vibe out. There's no reason to give a negative comment out. If I joke about her and say she sucks or something like that, that's fine. That's me. I was married to her. And I'm only using that as an example. But I got that with friends too. I got a buddy. I was just talking to him the other day. And, they, and he's one of those guys, and he listens to the show, so maybe he'll call me out. I don't care. He's one of those guys. I can tell something's wrong with him. Hey, man, what's up? Ah, nothing, man. You know, just life. And I'm going to tell you right now, women, men, people, human beings out there, when a guy says, I'm all right, ah, nothing, just life, no big deal. I'll get through it. I'm going to tell you right now. They are dealing with the worst crap in the world. And I know, because when I say, I'm good, I'm all right. I'm not all right. Nine times out of ten. Eight times out of ten, I'm, all, I'm not all right. 
Sometimes I am, don't get me wrong. I might not be a, a real accurate percentage. But I've had it happen. I had it happen all the time. Hey, man, you doing good? Do you really want to know? Or are you just doing that generic, are you doing good? Because most people are just doing the generic, oh, how you doing? How's your day? How you feeling? You doing good? They don't want to hear it. They just want an answer. They want you to say, yeah, I'm good. So you don't get involved in a conversation. But nine times out of 10, when I sit there and somebody says, oh, you good? And I give you the, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm not. I'm dealing with crap that I don't want to talk about, and I'm dealing with crap that I've been told not to talk about. And that's how this guy is, my buddy. Man, you doing good? Yeah, I'm good. Man, what's up? I can tell you're telling. No, man, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, tired. And he will sit there and die on that hill. He'll die on that hill. Over and over. But this is a guy that sits there. I brought up a a time that we all hung out and partied. And there happened to be some people that we partied with that we were, you know, that I am not friends with anymore. And neither is he. And I don't really like the people, which is why I'm not friends with them. And he's got his own reasons. But instead of just enjoying the topic... Or instead of just enjoying the story, he's got to give an attitude or a comment about somebody that's... I didn't even bring it up. I can mention three names and never mention one of these people that he doesn't like, but he's got to bring up that person. And I got to tell you, it makes me not to want... It makes me not want to even be involved in a conversation with him anymore. Because if I got to sit there and censor and watch and pick and choose how I got to have this conversation, I can't be me. And if I can't be me, then that means that's another hat that I got to wear. That's another uh, emotion I got to bury. And that's just going to add to my stress. And at 44, almost 45 years old, I don't need to add with it. I would much rather kick you out. Bye. You're done. I'm real quick. I view the people I hang out with like streaming channels and streaming platforms. There's nothing on Netflix that sucks. I'm going to cancel my subscription and go to the next one because I got choices. I don't need to keep paying for the same bullshit friendship over and over again when I'm over here dealing with real life issues. I'm not going to sit here and pretend and and hide myself. Even though the world wants me to just be a man, punch in the clock, be a freaking robot, go home, love children, love children, love wife, love wife, go to bed, love wife, love wife, love children, go to work, go to bed, live, die. Don't talk about your fears. Don't talk about your stresses. Don't talk about how you're sitting there thinking about how you're going to pay for a car, how you're thinking about Christmas, how you're thinking about the past debt that you have that you should have paid off, but you can't pay off, how you're sitting there stressed out about trying to get that promotion to get to, to be the best that you can be so that you can get money and not just money so that you can have a better career so that you can have a better position in your life and take care of your family, yourself, 
and just be the best at your job, whatever that job may be. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about that you're stressed even about the podcast, about, you know, you just lost a sponsor and you're struggling getting another one. You know? Or about all those inner thoughts that come in your mind as you lay in bed trying to sleep. And I love how everybody's like, well, you know, man, you just got to get your six, you got to get your eight hours and then you got to eat right and eat healthy and, um, and do this and take your vitamins and work out and run. And okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll just do that. So I listen to these people sometimes. I listen to these people. They're like, well, man, you know what, man? I, uh, just been meaning to work out and go for a run. I just haven't had time. You literally don't even have an animal. You live by yourself. You don't have a dog. You don't have a cat. I'm not sure if you have a girlfriend. You don't have a kid. What, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You don't have time to work out. Now, granted, I haven't ran in like two weeks. But if I can find time to run... And I'm busy as hell. What are you doing? I'm over here arm wrestling dad guilt at night, having horrible thoughts, scared when I don't see my son for two days because he's with his mom. I'm not scared that he's with his mom. I'm just, I just want my son back. But you think I got anybody checking on me? No, I'm just supposed to be okay. I'm supposed to be all right and just go to work and everything's going to be all right. And look, this is not a session of Brandon's life sucks, Brandon's life so hard. This is something that I am just a normal dude. There are so many men out there that go through this. And that get told the same thing over and over again. And we got to stop. We got to stop. You can still be a man. Stand up and pee. Fight for this country. Go hunting. Eat a steak. Bang your wife. Whatever you want to do. You can still do that. And talk about the crap that scares you. But I guess maybe in society, it's still not okay. But we will get crucified and we will get criticized. It's a man's world. You can take it. Okay? You can take it. If you think it's a man's world, you take it. I promise you have it. And I don't mind. I will get up every morning with the weight of the world, the weight of my thoughts, the weight of my guilt the weight of my stress financially, emotionally, spiritually on my shoulders and I will walk out the front door. And I guess what? I will probably do it better than 90% of my listeners out there. And that's not an insult. That's my motivation. Because motivation, guys, when I hear this, well, you just got to stay motivated. Let me tell you something. Motivation disappears. Motivation goes out the window. Motivation is bullshit. Because I can tell you right now, lately, I have not been motivated. 
That's not what's getting me out of bed. That's not what's getting me to come on the podcast. That's not what's getting me to go to work and own it. That's not what's getting me to go to work and hustle and try to get the crew and our partners and our team motivated to be the number one location in the region, in the state. That's not it. It's not motivation. It's discipline. Yeah, when I wake up and I kiss my son and I drop him off at school, that that puts some fuel in the tank. That makes me go, buckle up. Buckle down, buckle up. Buckle down on your finances, buckle up and hit the road. I know you're not feeling good, but you can do this. And you got to do this to yourself. You got to give yourself those moments of, you got this. Today's going to rock. Let's go. Let's go. You got to do that. I'm not saying you don't. But don't rely on motivation because motivation is fleeting and it'll disappear. I promise you. The minute something bad happens, you want to know how motivation is? The minute something tragic happens, the minute that you don't feel good, the minute that you don't get that promotion, your motivation gets pissed on the toilet. Then what do you got? But we can't talk about that to everybody because we're men and we're just supposed to be these robots. And I do think there's a level of bitching that needs to stop. Social media has given us too much power to bitch and moan and piss and do all these other things. But the reality of it is, it's also given an outlet to people. And in this day and age, with the world going to hell every day, <clears throat> we're about to be in three different wars. The economy has been crap since day one. The, <laughs> the cost of living sucks. Sucks. People can't pay their bills. Period. People that make more money than I do are struggling. The divorce rate is through the roof. Still, suicide is through the roof. And by the way, if you want to know which sex actually commits suicide more and dies because of suicide, it's men. And if you think that what I'm talking about isn't hand in hand, you're crazy. Women have more suicidal thoughts. Men act more. That's out of a 2023 research. So check that. I'm sorry, 2022. I'm not going to break the numbers down, but look it up. Guys, we are going to be potentially in World War III before we even know it. We might even be there now. So if you want to take all that other stuff away, what men think about, let me tell you about this. We have a government that doesn't care about you, never has, never will. We have a president who's a buffoon, who's an old buffoon, who's a puppet. We have the opposing presidents who are also insane. We have a president who doesn't care at all. We have individual politicians out there in each state that don't care. And if you don't believe me, you're high. And if you bought in the Kool-Aid of what's going on in this world and you're like, our president's great, he's done this, you are stupid and you're wrong. And nobody, the minute that somebody looks at me and says, oh, Joe Biden's done great things, I am done listening to you because I know you don't believe that. 
And I am not Republican or Democrat. Quite frankly, put them all in a dumpster, light it on fire, and call it a day. Both parties are trash. Trash. But we have that that's going on. We have Israel and Gaza. We have the Palestinians. I mean, this is biblical. Not to mention Ukraine. It's been very quiet lately over there in Russia. You have China, who's just waiting in the wings. We still have the disaster of Hawaii that people seem to forgot about. Human trafficking's through the roof. Crime is through the roof. Poverty is through the roof. People can't even afford food or health care. I live in a state where they care more about securing the border with floating barbed wire than taking care of their own children. And I'm not saying that I want an unsecured border. I'm just saying. We, have, we live in a state which in the last, what, five years has had how many mass shootings? And you've got a governor who sleeps with his gun. And I'm not anti-gun. I'm just saying, they care more about that than our children. So if you don't think that those things weigh on us men, whether we claim to be political or worldly or whatever, you're high. They do. They're in the back of our minds. Inflation's in the back of our minds. The cost of gas is in the back of our minds. The cost of everything is in the back of our minds. Right before the holidays... They announce all this stuff that's going up. Disney Plus about to drop a bomb on us and go up. Netflix going up. Do we need those things? No, we don't. We do not need those things. But it's our outlet. It's like that one outlet, that one cheap outlet that we can buy. But now it's going up. We're just comfortable with gas being, on an average, $3. We're cool with that. That's fine. Can we just go invade a country so I can get some freaking oil, for God's sakes? I mean, I thought when we went to Iraq that, that you know, we could get some good oil, get some good gas prices. At least, you know, at least tell me that. But we, we're not getting that. <laughs> to gas your house. Electricity, gone up. Water, gone up. Groceries, gone up. Everything. Look at, the, look at some of the cost of, of things that used to be like $10, $11. Even on Amazon, look at it, $15, $16. Taxes. Wages aren't. And I work at a good job, and I make good money, and I have a good side hustle, and I'm going to advance in that job to make even better money, and I'm struggling. That's almost a good thing I'm not married right now because i got to be honest with you. I don't know if I could do it. I'm looking around my house. I need a couch. I need this. And no, I'm blessed. There are people that don't even have the, a crappy couch, let alone a good one. There's always somebody worse than me. There's always somebody worse than you. And I know that. But it doesn't mean that those stresses don't eat us away. And us men have got to be better. I've got to be better at figuring out a way to work through that. And these are those things that torture us. They just do. 
I don't mean this to be a depressing episode. I mean this to be eye-opening. That Brandon Navera, the guy you can sit there and talk about horror movies and have fun and make jokes. And I could talk about my days at the nightclub and beer and, you know, Star Wars and Marvel and TikTok and, and all these things. Let me tell you what. There's a lot of times you see that face. And I mean what I say and I'm enjoying that conversation. But the minute I'm done recording or the minute that that podcast ends or that video ends or that TikTok's over, man, I'm back to dealing with real life. Stress. I recorded two podcasts when I didn't know what was going to happen in my car and I thought I was going to have to get a new one and I was stressing out, figuring out how I was going to get my son to school, how I was going to pick him up and how I was going to afford a car. What type of loan was I going to need? How much was this going to set me back? And I did two podcasts that day, one of them live. With a, I was on somebody else's show and one of them recorded. But you guys would have never known that. Why? Because that's what I do. I had an interview, my first interview, Zoom interviews, which suck, with 101, almost 102 fever, sick, up all night, couldn't breathe. I went into the interview, 30 minutes, boom, nailed it, moved on to the next. Because that's what I do. But it's not fun. Nobody knows that. I don't think that you should wear a big old whiteboard when you go to work and just write what your problems are so people can see it. No, I think that's what you do. I think a lot of times you have to leave your crap at the door and go inside, hammer it out. But I'm going to tell you what, it gets really hard when you keep putting on another jacket of crap and another jacket of crap. And when you get to your job, you've got to take off that heavy jacket and then you take off the next jacket. I mean, think about this. Have you ever jumped in a pool with your clothes on? Drunk, maybe you got pushed in the pool. You're wearing jeans. Think about how harder it is to swim and how hard it is to get those clothes off. Wet jeans and underwear, wet long sleeve hoodie sticking to your body. You're trying to, it's just sticking. That's what it feels like when you are carrying the jacket of life and the stress and the jacket of burdens, and you're, you're carrying that, and you got to go to work, and you got to take all that off before you even get into, into work. And then, guess what? Most likely, because not every day is good, you're going to have some stresses at work, and that's okay. But some days, you are going to get barraged machine gun fire. And so you took all those jackets off, And they're putting them right back on, except it's a new one. Then you leave work, and before you get home, you want to relieve your, you know, you want to get that. You want to get those clothes off, and you want to get that jacket of work stress off. But guess what? You take the jacket of work stress off, and those wet clothes of life are still sitting there, and you got to put them back on. It's exhausting mentally, physically, emotionally. And I don't care how good you are, it catches up to you. So men out there, I'm telling you right now, we have to be better. We have to do better. We have to check in with each other better. We have to care about each other better. We got to lift each other up better. We got to be positive. You know what? Sometimes when I am just feeling shitty, 
I just do something nice. Little nice. Today, I got a neighbor who doesn't have much money. Hey, man. He helps me out sometimes. Hey, man. I got some rocks. He's going to put them out in the driveway. <clears throat> I told him where they are. He's like, yeah, I'll get to it. I was like, you need anything? He's like, I need a couple bucks. I'm like, man, I got a couple bucks on me. But you need anything else? He's like, I could use a Dr. Pepper and a, a, a breakfast sandwich. Cool, man. Come on. $8. I just fed him breakfast, man. Made his day. Made me feel good, too. That's what we got to do. Sometimes you got to do something nice, break the mold, get you in the right mindset. Whatever you got to do, do it. Anyway, guys, I'm going to go. I'm losing my voice. I appreciate you listening to the Life of an Average Joe podcast, and thank you for the years of support. It means a lot to me. It really does. Season 15 is here. We got a lot of stuff coming. Next week, I got a rant. I got a rant coming up, so come on back and listen to that one. Should be fun.